Hello, hello, everyone. However you identify, you are welcome on our journey of broadcasting excellence, where we chat a lot of bollocks for a couple of lads that don't have any. Too true. Although it does take balls to tell a lot of the stories on here to the public. It sure does, mate. Each week we discuss a topic tenuously linked to being trans, from coming out to dildos and dildons to special guests. I am Satch. And I'm Leo, and this is our transmission. Our series sponsors are the Agora, where life begins. The Agora is a fertility treatment centre that helps all kinds of parents to be it has the highest success rates in london and the southeast they are partnering with brands like ours to develop their specialism of trans fertility treatment with over two thousand babies born through this fabulous fertility facility fabulous fertility facility <laughs> it has an excellent team and exceptional care for both you and your baby to be so without further ado let's find out what we are on about this week Happy, Happy New Year! Year. Happy yeah. New Year! <laughs> Happy New Year! What does Happy Friends. New Year mean? It's from it's what? From, isn't it from Friends on that scene where Joey's and they do and they film that special? Oh yeah! Like we're oh, filming yeah. a special right now. This is this is a special. <laughs> what a beautiful segue that was. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's it's 2021. Actually, Leo's transmission coming coming at you from 2021. Or <laughs> um, 2020 part two, it seems like. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, be positive. Be positive. This is our this is our two part special on positivity. Um, and I would like to say that we planned it, um, but we did not. <laughs> what <laughs> happened was we recorded a video, uh, a video. We recorded an episode uh, about all about positivity, and it turned out to be a really fucking long episode. <laughs> so uh, we've had to split it into two. Um, Who'd have thought that the thing we would have spoken the most about would have been positivity? I'm gonna I'm gonna take that as a as a win, really. It seems quite unlike us, but I'll go a, with a it. Po- I'll take a it. podcast with the master of self-deprecation, Leo. Uh <laughs> and <laughs> we've managed to talk about positivity for ages. So um yeah, first off, we need to uh announce our person of the week. The first person of the week of the new year. So, uh, do you want do you want to do you want to read that out, mate? Do you want to call person of the week? Oh, okay. Our person of the week is Doctor Catherine. Doctor Catherine Davies, aka Doctor Catherine Davies. Anchorus is her stage name. Yeah, yeah. Doctor Catherine Davies is a very very cool person who um who I met through doing my um MA and who helped me loads with that. Um, she's also an incredible artist. Uh, yeah, the anchoress, um, everybody should go and check her out on Spotify. Uh, her album, the art of losing, uh, is awesome. Even that title is just really cool. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Certified by Leo. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, it is. That is a cool title. Um, but she gave us a lovely, a lovely podcast review. She has a podcast of her own, I believe, called The Art of Losing. Oh, um, we should do a a podcast crossover. Oh, maybe be on we each can. other's podcasts. Maybe we can. Uh but what did she what did she say about our podcast, mate? Because we're gonna have to return the favor. We're gonna we're gonna have to write a review as good as this one. We're gonna have to rev- articulate ourselves. That's the funny thing. Her review of our podcast is better than our podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> Go on, read it out, read it out. Okay, so this is what she says. 
My podcast discovery of 2020 is Sachin Leo's Transmission, an irreverent guide to all things trans. I can't tell you how many times I've re-listened. It's laugh out loud funny, as well as being genuinely informative with special guests and double entendres aplenty. These two quick-witted hosts bear all in the name of sharing their journeys of transitioning with a razor-sharp humour. I challenge you to listen and not be both moved and entertained at the same time. I love it in capital letters, get involved. And then an emoji of a heart and a rainbow. So not only <laughs> not only is she a master of emoji use, uh, <laughs> she has incredible podcast taste. She's a really cool and lovely person. And she's also an awesome artist for you all to go and check out on Spotify called The Anchoress. And this is like critically acclaimed stuff, BBC Six, all over. So yeah, maybe we could be her podcast discovery of 2020 and she could be people's music discovery of 2021. Hey, pow, pow, pow. Pow, 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 pow. <laughs> Catherine Davies. Uh, cool. Um, so without further ado then, uh, here is part one of uh, of Positivity, which we recorded a, a, a few weeks. We, we recorded last year. It sounds way yeah. longer ago than it is, but we're still just as positive as ever. So um, enjoy. And uh, yeah, we'll see you for part two next week. Here we go. So what are we talking about today then, Giza? Positivity. Positivity. Happiness. Which Leo's fantastic at. <laughs> I leak positivity on a day-to-day basis. I'm kidding. <laughs> I just leak from my STP. You just, you just leak when you're trying to use your STP and fail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Says the guy sitting here in his boxes because he just did that exact thing. Um, okay. I always just sit in my boxes when I call you, though, on, on Zoom. Oh, baby. Just in case. Um, okay. <laughs> okay, right. So I obviously, as always, have not read the um, the plan. This one's so a bit tame. I... It's not It's not as... I mean, I tried to put a few rhymes in there, as I often do, being the poet I am. Okay. Intro. Positivity. Full stop. <laughs> Something some of us rarely feel like we can have in our lives as trans people. Ha- uh, hyphen, there's the dysphoria. <laughs> the no- I don't know why I'm, like, narrating all the punctuation. Yeah. <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> Let's start again. Positivity. <laughs> Something some of us rarely feel like we can have in our lives as trans people. There's the dysphoria, the not fitting in, the names, not being understood. Sex is fucking hard to navigate. The list goes on. But let's chuck that list right in the bin because this week's all about the good bits of being trans. It's not all doom and gloom and cry wanking in your room. (laughs) Fucking tame. Are you having a laugh? (laughs) It's not all doom, gloom and cry wanking in your room. (laughs) For fuck's sake. It's a solid 90%. I, I do not feel positive now. That is a negative visual in my mind. <laughs> okay. Um, we're going to be taking a look at the things, superpowers, if you will, that trans people have that cis people can only dream of. We're going to be discussing the things that make trans people the amazing, resilient, caring people that we are. So grab your posse. <laughs> Careful with that one. Grab your posse, your swimming cosy, because we're about to get posse. <laughs> mate what the fuck definitely Um, posse and not don't grab anything else that sounds like posse (laughs) but it isn't and uses a different vowel (laughs) oh we're not donald trump no definitely not uh okay let's uh without further ado do you want odds or evens you're going odds i I feel like i always go odds i think that it's nice balance you do the intro and then i kick off the 
questions. We're getting into yeah, this. Yeah, and also you probably sti- you've probably stitched me up on question 10, and that's the truth of it. So oh, yeah. You, honestly, I've not, I've not looked, tame. but it's I... It's pretty tame. Okay. It's very tame. Well, you said the intro was tame and then talked about cry wanking, so I just don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to believe anymore. The lies, the manipulation. <laughs> I can't fall from the trust tree again. Um, okay, then. <laughs> question one. Hit me with it. Well, thing one, I guess. Um, thing one. You, thing one and thing two. Us, thing one and thing two. <laughs> Dr. Seuss. <laughs> Trans edition. <laughs> okay, so so positive, <laughs> positive, positive number one. Positive is... number one. Uh, you realise how strong you are um, as you are able to deal with all the adversity. That is so good. That is such a good one. I was literally talking to my mum about that the other day when we moved into this flat. There was so much stuff wrong, like the boiler broke on the first day, and um, like. Fucking the electrics went wrong and there was like this decorating issue <laughs> there was just it was it was getting like a bit of a joke and um uh my my mother-in-law was was worrying quite a bit and getting quite protective and sort of kicking off and me and lisa were just totally chilled about it and and the next day we went for lunch with my parents and my mum was just like, i couldn't believe how chilled you were and i just i genuinely think like when you've been through such stressful things in your life like yeah. that are you know so difficult to deal with when things like that happen it's just it's not water off a duck's back it's still hard like it is for anybody else but you just you just change perspective on it it's just like yeah it's fucking it's it's how you choose to look at things a lot of the time our boiler broke and we had to have boiler men around all sunday putting a new one in but we've got a new boiler now and that's going to be like economically better or whatever like that's a really boring <laughs> example but we're just like just positive spins on it we're like cool if it's not you know there's i don't know it's just one of the hardest things in the world to 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 be trans or to, or to, or to have dysphoria like so I, I just yeah i think it really is that cliche if it doesn't kill you it, make, it makes you stronger yeah um, classic so little things just, song yeah, any opportunity to get Kelly Clarkson's name in and you're oh, there. What I would do to that is on the podcast. <laughs> I wonder what you were going to say then. Not after your naughty she's, little mixed dream. She's the other it. Night. <laughs> um, don't do not fair, describe in detail what happened. No I'll, one wants to hear it. I won't describe <laughs> in detail, but no one wants um, to hear the actual sex well, act. What I'm going to say is Perry. Her <laughs> she was in she was in love with Zane, who is. Right. Half Yorkshire, half Pakistani, mm-hmm. um, and I'm also half Yorkshire, half Pakistani. But I wouldn't cheat on you, on Barry. I would do whatever you wanted to keep you happy. <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't know whether Zane cheated on her. If you're listening, um, Zane, <laughs> I, I know Zane. He's, I'm sure he is. Big fan <laughs> of the podcast. Yeah. We, it was a debate whether to have him as person of the week, but yeah. Catherine just stole it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, her music's better than his, to be fair. um Um, sorry zane sorry mate um yeah so that's how i feel about that you know what yeah this is the thing i feel like i'm making it a negative because um i'm an asshole that's not like you i wasn't expecting that at all (laughs) i honestly feel like if i was a winnie the pooh character i'd be er because he's just depressed all the time and i don't have a tail (laughs) yeah and i'm just and just by by reaction to you being ill, that makes me tigger. I'm like, come on, come on, be happy. Come on, Leo. <laughs> apparently, that all all of the um in the books, 
all of the um the characters signify a different mental health issue like tigger's got adhd er's is depression and then one of them's like schizophrenia and it like explains why but yeah that's piglet's anxiety right yeah piglet's anxiety christopher robbins oh yeah christopher robbins is schizophrenic because he thinks all of his toys are real (laughs) you know it's pretty fucked who came up did someone do a phd in like winnie the pooh (laughs) theory (laughs) it's my dissertation if i ever do a master's um god but um (laughs) what i was gonna say is um that i think this sometimes i feel a bit like a knobhead because I think because of a lot of all the adversity and things that we've gone through and just in, in our lives, sometimes mm. I feel like I'm a bit of a dick because people tell me their problems and I find them really trivial and I, and I can't, right. and I can't empathize as well. Like I remember being in relationships where like that she would say something to me and I would just, and I would, I would just kind of shrug it off and not give and not, I felt like a bit of like in retrospect, I'm like, that wasn't okay because I should have, um, been like this doesn't seem as big a deal to me but i know that it's hurting you therefore i feel i want to help you whereas at the time i was more just like um you know oh get over it you know just uh yeah i'm gonna say i'm gonna say i'm gonna say two things about that one one is that and they're gonna be really hypocritical (laughs) they're gonna completely (laughs) contradict each other but one is that things are all relative i remember um having a flatmate before who was crying about something that was just really like i don't know what it was it was something it seemed really trivial to me at the time um and then i realized that 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 literally is they, they were making out like it was the worst thing that had ever happened to them and then i realized it literally was the worst thing that had ever happened to them they'd had a really sheltered life and this was their their most extreme experience of of turmoil right. so like when when you realize that then you kind of you know it is it is all relative like you can kind of it really was the worst thing that ever happened to them it was yeah. like i don't know fucking missing falling out with a friend or something like I, I can't remember what it was but right um yeah it comparison is the thief of joy right that that's, that's so one of my true. favorite phrases and it's it's and so it's, true but i just can't help i compare every facet of my life to everybody else like so and that's, much but that's but that's that's thieving your joy mate that's literally thieving your joy mate if you if you are comparing yourself to people and things like instagram are no good for this right if you're yeah. if you're comparing yourself to people that have more than you then you're going then you're sort of thinking oh you you know you're feeling jealous and you're feeling inadequate and you're feeling like yeah not enough and and yeah all these things like none of which are positive feelings and then if you're comparing yourself to someone that has less than you and feeling a bit or or you feel a bit better than them then that's false as well because yeah, you don't know what they've got going so on and true. you don't know what they're st- and it's just just don't fucking compare yourself at all just you you do you but i want to say in 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 slight contradiction i know the, what you're talking about and the person you're talking about and the conversation you're referring to is when you said something really major that had happened to you that was terrible and then this person replied with something about themselves and made it about it with something so insignificant 
but it was completely insensitive and that's a whole other kettle of fish so you've got you've got to like see the difference between the two do you know what Thanks, i mean babe you got my back <laughs> Always. Um, yeah i think definitely and it's it's like it's funny you say that as well about the even when even when you um when you look at someone and you think fuck me like i'm doing a lot better or i i look for a lot better than them or i'm you know i kind of do it with music sometimes like um I've, I can't remember. Oh, it was Charlie Puth. I was watching his, um, his, he's amazing at jazz and, and I'm really bad at like jazz on the piano and I really want to get better. And I was That's watching. True. I feel like I spend most of this podcast <laughs> just exposing your lies about yourself. Well, I, I don't think I'm that good at piano, but I'm getting Any, right. For podcast listeners out there, you as well, Zane, you included, anything Leo says, <laughs> anything Leo says that's self-deprecating about himself, like if he says I'm 10% good at, at jazz piano, add like a solid 50% on, that's probably where he is. No, just I really, really don't think so. But the more, the more you say it, the more percentage we're going to add. <laughs> so just keep going. But what I was going to say was I, I was watching his videos at jazz and then I saw like, I, I tried to I want I was getting I was getting a bit stalkery and I looked I typed in like Charlie Puth guitar because I wanted to see how good he was at guitar and he's mm -hmm. not very I don't think he really plays guitar at all and then mm -hmm. in my mind I was like oh my god like it's it doesn't matter that he's better than me at jazz because I'm so much better at guitar and that's just false like that's just like why and, and I, I thought that and I was like I thought that would make me feel better by thinking that but it really hasn't you know what I mean? No. It's just like, why do you care? But I hate that I went down that route in my mind that was like trying to find something better. But, you know, I'm human. Well, don't. I'm don't, only exactly. human don't, now. Don't, all. <laughs> <laughs> don't, hate your, don't hate yourself for it. I think it is a very um, kind of natural, especially with social media and everything that's like you're almost trained yeah. to compare. It's how it's how so many industries function and work is, mm. is that we will there's that like that that meme. I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast before, but it's when you like if you're walking along the road, you see someone on a bike and wish you had a bike. And but the person on the bike sees someone in a car and wishes they had yeah. a car. The person in the car wishes they had a helicopter. It's just like just it's it be grateful for what you have and and who you are. There's so many variables and stuff as well, like yeah, Charlie Puth might be shit at guitar and you might be better, but he's got number ones and you haven't. But yeah, you've got loads of friends. You've got loads of friends and he might not have that. Like you just like true friends, you know, like you just there's there is lich there's zero to be gained from comparing yourself yeah, to anyone. Yeah, like definitely. You know, he might have never been through anything. He's a good songwriter, so I automatically assume he has been through things because I don't think you can be a good songwriter without going through stuff. But um yeah like you've been back to the original statement question one like about being trans and that making you stronger um yeah you've been through loads of stuff and and being trans obviously and you wouldn't be the person that you are today yeah there you go that's true that's true i think that's like that's that's one of the best thing i don't know i don't think i wrote that down but it's so true that um you know it it makes you you if you're you know if yeah being trans that you know there are there can be negatives all the down times all the times that you don't feel like you fit in all that but you know it makes you who you are which is you know good because it's yeah. good to be who you are but and you, yeah. you, you you can spend and we have done this we i know we have and i know i know a lot if not all trans people do this you can spend a lot of time and it's your it's dysphoria to an extent but then there are ways that you can kind of make it worse or better like mm. by dwelling on stuff and you yeah. can spend a lot of time comparing yourself to cis guys and feeling jealous and and all that sort of stuff 
Um, but you and me have also played that game of uh, what would we be like if we were born male mm, now? And yeah. I think we probably would have, we both would have quite a lot of traits in ourselves. Look, looking at where we were brought up and what cisgender lads were like, where where we both came from, respectively. Yeah. Like we, there's, I think we'd have quite a lot of traits like that we wouldn't be too mm, be, proud of. Yeah, it'd be difficult to unlearn. Maybe like things like sexism and stuff like that. It's just like, yeah. you, you know, like sexist jokes and things like that. It's, you know, that that sort of stuff. That's a really shit example. And I'm certainly not saying that everyone from where I'm from or everyone from where you from, if you're born cis, is sexist. That's not true at all. But I don't know. I just... It's, it's just just conditioned in a, in a different way. And I think that you just have to unla- unlearn the things that society puts on you. We do... Society does put sexism on people. You know, yeah. it's like a thing growing up I, I think i was chatting to mitch about this the other day and it's it's like or someone i can't remember but um about like you i can't i've lost my train of thought completely but like growing up and um and and i can't remember where i'm going with this i haven't had enough <laughs> coffee oh but, my god well that's a very long answer for, for statement one anyway but i feel we've covered it pretty well there i feel, I like, feel like good. I feel like a tear almost came from my eye, but then I realized I wasn't watching Disney Plus. <laughs> then I realized <laughs> I'm dead inside. Back in. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, um, number two then. So this is me, is it? Right. So oh, yeah. Number two more, for you. More understanding and empathetic of other people's issues. I think this is true. Definitely. Do you think I, this is true? I think that is a bit... Um... Well, the first the first one, you were like, anyone's issues, I find them trivial. And then number <laughs> two is like... Well, yeah, no, I mean, like, when, when people have, like, issues that I don't find trivial that I can't relate to myself. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's... And I, I don't think... I mean, I'm tra- I'm hoping I'm not being contradicting from what I said earlier. No, you're not. I was joking. I was it's... Joking. Um, yeah, you... Because... Because, like, for example, actual actual issues like big life stuff, people going through things like um, identity crisis and um, feeling lost, feeling like they don't fit in, struggling with family, disagreeing about stuff, struggling in society, having body issues. Like these are all things that come with being trans. You get being trans is like a package deal of shite. Mm. (laughs) So, so, but, but by by (laughs) going. But by going through that stuff, right? That be like loads of, um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I think I think I think we're both I think we're both quite good friends, right? To uh, to other people, like we both got we got a lot of we got a big group of friends. People talk to us about stuff, and we can we have insight and empathy, and I, 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 yeah, I think I think that's true. I think that's true of anyone, anyone that goes through really difficult stuff can then i mean obviously sometimes that can make people really bitter and we've both de- certainly both been through times where we oh, felt bitter God. yeah but, definitely um but I th- yeah i think you were having one of those times a few hours ago and then you've you know you re-channel it like and you yeah now i, I don't know I, I, I yeah i just think i think anyone that goes through major stuff yeah you you definitely learn some empathy for other people Definitely. I think, I think it's more as well. Like it's, I mean, sometimes I find it difficult to, I really don't know how I'm going to explain this, but I find it, I find it some, one of the reasons why, and I know I shouldn't, but I've in the past, maybe not as much now that I really like wished that I was cisgender and that I'm, and a lot that I was white. 
instead. And I think um, instead of being mixed race, and I think like a, a part of that is because, you know, society is built for cis white people a lot more than it is. Um, and you were, you were bullied for those, you were bullied yeah, for that reason. Yeah, definitely. So that's... But also I think another reason is that um, sometimes when, like say say somebody on you you're having not that you should but like you're having a um somebody write something shitty on facebook and like i don't know for example um comparing blm to kkk which i've seen someone do and um Brilliant. but um like say i started sticking i started you know commenting and saying you know i don't think that you should compare them for this reason and this reason and whatever but yeah. sometimes it feels harder. Like I just, I, I kind of wish that I was born sometimes white and straight, so I can know that even even though it doesn't affect me, I'm still fighting the right battle. Do you know? What, does that make sense? Like, so, I know what you're saying. So, like, I it's like I don't. I want to be in a place where I'm like I don't. I don't need to be brown to to want to fight these issues. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I'd like to think yeah. that if I was cis, that I would still be completely for feminism and trans stuff, trans rights, and and uh, and and you know, against homophobia. But because I am yeah. all those things, it's like hard to. Oh, you do. You, 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 know you, I mean? you, you, yeah. That I know what you're saying. I think you're. It's like having sometimes it can almost people will listen more or have more weight behind it coming yeah, from somebody yeah. that's an ally rather than somebody that's defending their own struggles exactly, or whatever. But, exactly. But you're but you're not a woman and you're defending women. So that's you know true. there's that's like, true. Yeah, I don't we there it is completely fucking futile to 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 wish that we were a different person to who we are you know i just think like when andrew ramage came on it was like and he was like the only sin you could do against god is not be who you are because you were born to be who you are you know like yeah move past the moment remember who you are <laughs> remember who you are you can only do that with testosterone <laughs> remember who you are, remember who you are. <laughs> yeah <laughs> but i think as well like i don't know a lot of a lot of that stuff, a lot of that um, transphobia and uh, racism and all that stuff. It's not, it's not, I don't, know, I don't know how to word this. It's something that I've realized recently listening to, I was listening to Fern Cotton's podcast about, it's called Happy Place and it's so good. Like there's so much stuff. It's basically just loads of different people on there talking about what they do to make themselves happy and what their understanding of life and the world and stuff. <laughs> okay. No, it's quite the opposite of that. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, I don't know. There's a, your, I think it was Alicia Keys on there who said, Oh, I love her. Oh, I know. Oh my God. What a rocket. She's so beautiful. Oh my God. Um, you, you are not responsible for someone else's opinion of you. Um, which is really powerful. Yeah. It's like you're, yeah and it takes it takes yeah. the, takes the power That's... out of that like you 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 weren't bullied because you're half pakistani you were bullied because they're a racist yeah <laughs> it's not your it's not it's nothing to do with you like yeah. you know it's it's that whole thing of it says way more about them than it does about you yeah definitely my sister used to say that to me all the time growing up she used to say um what people say about me is none of my business love that which i think is really true love but, that because like um I remember once she, my sister used to work. I don't know why I'm telling this story. It doesn't really relate, but my sister <laughs> used to work at um, 
a, a charity shop yeah like to vol- volunteer or whatever yeah and um and uh they i remember coming in to like pick up the key because i'd left mine mm-hmm. and then when i left my sister told me that the assistant manager like turned to her and was like this was back when i like you know she or whatever turned to her and was like oh she's quite chubby isn't she about me and Brilliant. my sister my sister later on was like i really wish i hadn't told you that she said that i don't know why i did i think it's just because me and her are really open and just say everything and um and and then later on it's like wow she just must have had issues with her own weight to like or trying to bring me down a peg because she thought that i was like it just i don't know and having that having that empathy for other people in that regard it just takes so much of the power out of it when you're just, like yeah. I've, I've been applying it to like stuff in the past that i've been hurt about that other people have said you know like friends family people strangers whatever and you look back through this stuff and it's almost like you can do your own emdr therapy where you can start refiling yeah. some memories that were kind of traumatic or upsetting you can go oh hold on a minute when that person called me um i don't know say say that for example say someone called you fat when that person called me fat actually they were having their own body issues and it's you know it's yeah, like, yeah like, it's that exact thing like and you can you can do it with also like you can do it with stuff that you say like yeah that's true that's so true i yeah. just remember the i called someone a mummy's boy and i felt really bad afterwards and then i was like and he's not even a mummy's boy i literally was just saying it because i was jealous that he was that he has a relationship with his mum yeah like it, going exactly and, it, and I, I look back and i'm like well that was that was rude and i don't know why i said that you know yeah. what i mean and it's like oh i said that because i'm um, you know again bitter about somebody having a relationship with their yeah. mom which i don't have but that and that but that by by recognizing that it helps you work through that stuff and and identify what your kind of issues are like yeah yeah d- identify your issues and then and issues but also like not be a dick to other people yeah, be <laughs> yeah like, exactly call them that you know exactly um okay yeah. que- okay question three question three um and they're not questions but okay sorry baby <laughs> sorry baby more grateful for things other people take for granted um i guess these are kind of similar aren't they but it's well they are but they i mean they are like yeah for sure like things like um i don't know i could just i quite often catch myself being really grateful and and saying to lisa especially about stuff i'm so grateful for them so grateful for that because i look back and i think i can remember times where i was like i don't know praying and 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 begging like whatever the god the universe whatever you believe i was like doing that like i just please let me please let me be myself please let me be able to be a man please like let me you know all this all this stuff and then i think and and you make all these sort of promises in your head like if i can just be a man i'd be such a good man and i'd be this and i'd be that and i'd be the other so i don't know sometimes i see yeah like the way men treat women in relationships i'm just like you're so not you do not appreciate what you have like you're not nobody goes around nobody goes around thinking i'm so glad that i was born in the right body like no (laughs) cis person wakes up every day and thinks that do they yeah that's true like you know so but yeah i mean just even things like living in this country it's a balance it's that whole thing of we've come a long way, we've got a long way to go, but living in this country and being able to have access to um, healthcare, right? If you, if you spend your whole time day in, day out, 
feeling shit about the queue system and what and having to wait for ages for surgery and stuff yeah. like abs- absolutely everyone's got a right to feel like that i fucking felt like that it's so hard mm. of course it's only human to feel like that but if you can try and find a way to spend more time thinking well thank fuck that i'm even in this queue you know uh, you're, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. certainly going to be less depressed that day than if you spent the day going um I've got such if a long spent the day going, I've got such a long way. If you focus on that, that, then it's just, I only say it because I just, you know, just trying to kind of breed some more happiness out there. If a cis person, if a cis person that had, had no idea of what it's like came over and went, why don't you focus on how lucky you are to be in that queue? But uh, instead of how long you've got to wait, I'd be going fuck right off. Yeah. Have no idea yeah, yeah, yeah. how hard it is, but just like, just as a trans person wanting other trans people to not not struggle mm. as as much, it's it's like anything. If you can try and focus on being grateful and empathy and being Definitely. positive and check and reframe stuff like your perspective on it, you're you're just going to be happier for it if if you can do that. You Definitely, know? it's like when. I have moments where I'm like, for example, going to Lou, and I'm like, if I don't have the STP, then you have to wait for a cubicle. And I think, fuck, it's so annoying. Like nobody ever thinks, like I don't think cisgendered men often think, oh, it's so good that I can just piss standing up. This is so great. I think they just, you know, take it for granted. Yeah. And I remember feeling a bit like shit about it. And um, and then I walked past a guy um in a wheelchair. And I was like, fuck me, like, I need to get some perspective because they got their amount and they they won't be able to do that, you know, based on their yeah. condition. Yeah, that takes a lot of the power out of dysphoria and out of uh, feeling really, really gypped over the, over the cards that you, <laughs> over, over the, yeah, just fucking gypped <laughs> by, by nature over the cards you were dealt, you know? Yeah. If you can just go, yeah, all right, yeah, all right, I fucking, I, I got dealt the fucking trans cards, but, um, the Joker, you know, I've got, <laughs> uh, yeah, but I, but I didn't get dealt the homeless card and yeah, I didn't get yeah. dealt, I didn't get dealt the, um, like, I, I like, so, if you like just fo- fo- it's, yeah. it's literally just focusing on what you do have yeah. rather than what you don't. And, definitely, uh, and definitely. it's, that doesn't make it go away. It's still something that you've got to fix, obviously, mm. but, um, it's going to be a hell of a, a hell of a more pleasant journey. If you, trying yeah, that rather definitely. than rather than feeling sorry for yourself the whole time it's just not going to help like yeah yeah definitely and also do you know what's funny is i was just about to say like you know even just like i don't know like i've i'm gonna leave it it's i can't even figure it out in my head oh my god did you did you actually just just exercise a filter i mean it's, <laughs> what happened it's been, it's been known to happen this is growth. This is growth. <laughs> okay. Um, statement four. Statement number uh, four. Go on then. Oh, I'm num- you're you're I'm odd, huh? All right, okay. <laughs> Trans people are better in bed. <laughs> the logic, the logic here, the logic here, before you begin your self-deprecation and some sort of spiral about your sex life. <laughs> um, not saying you know you're predictable so well. or anything, but <laughs> 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 um the logic here is that um because you because uh, t- a trans person has ex- experience of uh both 
I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. Well, how how do you word it? I can't. It, you know, it's the, the, what they say about same same same. They say about same sex couples, don't they? They go, well, it's your like gay men know how to please gay men because oh, they've, the they've got the same parts sort of thing so i think that's the the theory with trans is that um trans people know what it's like to have had that previous body and they know and that's yeah i think that there's more reasons as well i think that another one is that because i mean for me i can't obviously we only ever speak for ourselves and we don't know other people's you know how they feel but i think for my me, opinions are my own my opinions are my own but <laughs> the... not that of the bbc yeah. <laughs> <laughs> definitely not of the bbc i don't even know what bbc are on about these days what i was going to say was they i think for me one of the reasons why people i mean i've had good reviews in the past yeah Curveball, I'm not going to be self-deprecating. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, was that a glimmer of arrogance? Or, or <laughs> dare I say it, confidence? Like, what? <laughs> it definitely isn't. I'll figure I'll f- find a way to p- bring myself I've had five-star reviews down. on uh, <laughs> TripAdvisor. <laughs> Come and visit me. <laughs> but, well, the, I think, like, I might, I may possibly have had good reviews in the past is because I think it spawned from negativity, really, because I think in the in the past I've hated my body so much that I haven't wanted things to be done to me. So I spend my time being a giver, and everybody a loves, very generous lover. So that, and I think people love that. I think that people like, like, and you know, you you like take your care over them and your goal is for their is for their kind of their pleasure yeah i think again it comes back to the kind of the con- the, em- the consideration of other people's feelings as well and just and yeah yeah not being selfish in that in that regard but um i believe that was actually the review that i left on TripAdvisor after sleeping with you it was um a very generous and satisfactory lover 4.5 <laughs> 4. 4.5 where was my 0.5 that's the problem. Um, it was not point five. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. Can't. I mean, that's just yeah. It's no good being a Yorkshireman and and trans because you're in this constant battle of uh, you need to purchase yourself a cock, but you're too tight to get a big one. <laughs> and also, I think that girls. This is the thing. I really don't think that girls are that bothered about big dicks i think that it's just a thing people say and they've just got used to saying i think it. Me- I, it, i've i've found that men are more bothered about big dicks than women are it's more a competition between men like my dick's bigger than your dick whereas women i've heard from a number of women that it's more about uh width than length width i, I mm. thought you were just going to say it's more about what you do with it than what it is <laughs> sure that too but it's more about it's more about uh, women girth. want a chud fucking hell you heard yeah, that, you heard I, I said that the other, i said that word the other day and lisa had never heard it before and she just went <laughs> chode <laughs> it is a bit of a the thing is it's kind of like onomatopoeia the word chode i feel like it yeah, like yeah. the word sounds like what it is you know what I mean? <laughs> that makes any sense. Um, yeah, well, isn't an onomatopoeia when it sounds like the noise it makes? So what's <laughs> going, chode, chode. <laughs> You're fucking someone who goes, uh, chode. Yeah. <laughs> That's like my Sa- Sam Brown calls uh, my bass player. Uh, whenever we go to play Don't Go in the set, he says he sings Don't Chode every time. Don't Chode. Don't Chode. Um, so cheers for that, I heard Sam. a really yeah, hot um, guy featured in that video. Um, do you remember Who's that? that? 
No, not really. I don't remember any hot guys. I think he also <laughs> starred in um, a, an, an advert that made it to cinema. <laughs> oh, that prick. Yeah, him. Yeah, I never spoke to him again. What a wanker. I heard, yeah, he got 4.5 on TripAdvisor. <laughs> okay, uh, quest, uh, statement five. Statement five. Not as cocky. Excuse the pun. <laughs> well, because I, I think, like, I don't know. I, I think this I, this is definitely more of a me thing than like a sweeping statement about positivity. You're definitely not cocky. I'm really not cocky, and but I, sometimes I have moments, and I I think that I mean this is this is, aside from this, I feel like the reason why I'm not cocky is because every time I feel like if I'm about to be, it's it's if if I'm about to be cocky or say something or do something cocky, it's a reason for somebody to to take me down a peg. So that's the self, that's the, that's the, this is like a therapy breakthrough here, but that's the self-deprecation. It's like you're saying shit stuff about yourself before somebody else does. So definitely, definitely. I think Whoa. that, I think that I, I've, I've, I've been told that before and it's like, it kind of, I think the therapist has said to me, it's you taking the power away. But I think, and I think that it's also like, because I feel like I'm quite a fragile person that if I was to be cocky and somebody was going like, was maybe bitter about that or didn't like that I was cocky and they did try and take me down a peg, I wouldn't be mm. able to handle that. Like that would hurt me too much. So I never get to that point where I'm going to be cocky. Like I've literally, I remember sleeping with somebody and she said, she said something to me like, she was like, um, you know, you're not all that. And I was like, <laughs> and, I, and, and I remember being like, oh, okay. And she was like, and then later on she apologized and she was like, to be honest, I just wanted to take you down a peg. And I was like, what peg do you think I'm on, love? I'm on the bottom rung of the fucking ladder. Are you sure love. she didn't just like... are you sure she didn't say you up for some pegging? Like, <laughs> I what want to peg. <laughs> um, but where yeah. do you find these people? Where do she's, you find these people, mate? She's a, the thing is, she's actually a nice person. And I think that the problem is I was Sounds a it, knob, yeah. I was a knobhead, and I think that pe- people a lot of the time were just matching my level of knobheadness. <laughs> like, I don't know if that's true. Um, I think no, it was like, it was with her. But right, were you yeah. pissed at the time? I was pissed the entire. You know what the the thing is, I I was pissed for so much of my life that I literally look back and I'm like, fuck me, like I wouldn't. It's weird because I'm like I wouldn't have got many as with many as as many people, but not like that's a fucking badge of honor. But it does no. feel like. I don't know. It would have been it's the, weird. the people that you, the people that you had got with. It would have been better, probably, and more meaningful, and more like I don't know. Had a yeah, rather yeah. than like a numbers game. But yeah, sure. I, I feel like I've definitely done that. I've been like, I want to make it to ten, and it's like, mm. why Gosh. are you being like that? Like, stop yeah, being. Bleh. That's stop so being grim. cocky. <laughs> hey, full circle. But yeah. Well, you've you've definitely called me cocky before. But, Definitely, but I think that that's also like what you were saying earlier. It's like when people make a judgment or say something about you, it's more of a thing about themselves. Like me calling you cocky is probably me saying, um, "I feel I feel like I'm not able to be that confident, so I'm going to try, you know, take you down a peg or whatever." I don't, I mean, I think I'm, I think I'm confident. I think I think a lot. I think people often think I'm more more confident than i am sort of thing i don't know like i i'm i'm confident but i, I hate confrontation but that surprises a lot of people because i yeah. i can be i i can be good at confrontation <laughs> but that doesn't but i really <laughs> no. hate i really hate it like do you know what i mean like i don't know yeah. I, I 
Yeah, I think a lot of it's just faking it till you make it. And it's taken it's taken me a long time. I'm definitely a lot more comfortable in my skin now yeah. and confident now, but it's taken a long mm. time and a fuck ton of therapy to get there. <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? with with you, I would say like, I don't know, I don't think it's a front, but I think that it's like sometimes you're very like you will be like proper go into it as confident as you can be um but i i wouldn't say it was cocky i think it would it was it's just confidence which is great you know even down to like performing and stuff like i had the worst stage fright ever when i first started i was like i couldn't get on stage unless i'd had five pints and my like my hands were shaking on the guitar my voice was breaking and stuff but just i just i remember asking a guy once like how do you get confident with this how do you enjoy it and he was like just gotta keep doing it so yeah, you just, yeah keep you just gotta do it yeah fake it till you make it and just keep keep going and going and going and then and then you get there yeah, yeah i think everything is like this is how i feel about anxiety like every job that i've had like one of my first jobs where proper jobs proper job but i was working in Krispy cream um which i guess is a proper <laughs> job because it's a job but like i remember what are you laughing at? Are you saying it's not a proper just job? Like, you fucking just... what? <laughs> Donuts oh, are serious. Cocky. Fucking... <laughs> carry on, carry on. As you were, proper job, Krispy Kreme. Like, like, as in like consistent job is what I mean. Yeah. Like, that was probably the first consistent job that I was doing for years. And um, I remember before I started, the first, literally, it was probably about two or three weeks, I would retch into the loo in the, in the staff like office loo because I was so anxious and nervous about doing the job. Yeah. And, um, and, but it, and I could have quit after two weeks and been like, I can't do this, you know, like I'm literally vomiting before the shift. Cause I'm not yeah. like, like nervous and on edge about working. Yeah. And, um, but you know, you just push through and then it becomes a norm. Next thing, you know, it's two years down the line, you're looking back. Yeah. You held thinking, that down and you, and that, that, that was the first job you had after, um, having your first, breakdown when you realized you were trans and you went back to Leeds for a while and then you... oh i did work in waitrose but only for like literally a month yeah but um, that, but crispy cream i remember you you held that job down for like two years and i don't know i don't know whether a lot of people thought you would you know and you i don't yeah i couldn't believe i did to be honest though it's it's funny because i mean i did ring in sick a lot because i was hungover I had a good boss. <laughs> yeah, well, I was like, I can't make it. I'm ill. And you're so, yeah. And I bet I think that's the point is you look, you look at that and that you think at the time I did not think I'd be able to do that, and you did it. So now, when you're looking at other jobs now, and you and you're saying to yourself, I don't think I can do that. Like you didn't think you could do Krispy Kreme, and you did. You didn't think you could get sober, and you have. You didn't like. Do you know what I mean? Like you, you surprise yourself a lot. So yeah. Thank you. <laughs> You're I welcome. Love how, I love how this is meant to be a podcast, but it's literally just Satch and Leo's therapy Satch, session. Satch tries to make Leo feel better about his life. <laughs> it's because I've left you. I've abandoned you. <laughs> I know. Oh, so like, oh my God. What's he going to say? I literally, we, I was playing tennis with Mitch the other day and I had a moment where I was like, oh, I wonder if Satch and Lisa will be walking Fender around this time because we were playing in the park. And then my heart just went, oh no, it won't no. be. Anyway, Fender's, we got chucked off the car anyway. Fender's on Hampstead Heath, dogging. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to come to Hampstead Heath and start dogging. Maybe yeah. I could get with someone with a bit of fucking dollar. Maybe that could be your next proper job. <laughs> dogging. <laughs> yeah, so that was part one uh, of, <laughs> of of positivity. What a, what a perfect note to end that on. Um, 
with uh, Leo's new new career direction sorted. <laughs> I've retrained as a dogger. <laughs> Thanks, Boris. <laughs> and I mean, if, if that's not enough to make you tune in next week for part two, I don't know what is. I'm speechless. <laughs> <laughs> Shaking your head on Zoom. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Uh, guaranteed we'll see you all next week then after that, no doubt. See you next week. <laughs> see you later, bye. <laughs>